Hey everyone, I'm currently working on a long-form news story episode where I cover multiple topics, but I'm taking a break from it so I can focus on this story. Celebrity deaths don't usually affect me that much, generally speaking, but I was at work this afternoon and suddenly heard on the radio that Sinead O'Connor had died. My jaw literally dropped. I stopped what I was doing and I could feel my mouth was wide open. It was as if I had frozen and needed a moment to process what I had just heard. As a Gen Xer, I can remember when she first rose to prominence in the late 80s with her album The Lion and the Cobra, I believe, which has I Want Your Hands On Me on it, such a good song, and I can remember being taken or impressed by her, this attractive young girl, really pretty face with kind of delicate features, but juxtaposed with a shaved head and this really powerful voice that kind of captivates and stirs your emotions. And then there was her 1990 album, I Do Not Want What I Haven't Got. I think that's it, right? That's definitely it. Anyway, uh, which features what is perhaps her most famous song, her rendition of Prince's Nothing Compares to You, which is such an amazing song. No matter how many times I hear it, it still gets me. Her voice was always amazing, but it's particularly amazing on that track. She absolutely sings her heart out, such an emotional and moving song. And if you're young and listening to this and you're not familiar with Sinead O'Connor, go watch the video for Nothing Compares to You on YouTube. And it's funny, I recently developed the guilty pleasure of watching reaction videos, particularly videos of young content creators reacting to old songs or videos that I like. It's just fun watching people reacting to them for the first time, and it's almost like you vicariously, you know, rediscover the music again. But I think it was just a week ago, I was watching a bunch of different videos of young content creators reacting to her version of Nothing Compares to You, and they all seemed to be predictably blown away by her voice and the emotion of the song. I feel kind of embarrassed admitting it, but her version of that song was definitely one of my go-to uh, wallowing in self-pity breakup songs back in the day when I was young. And before I forget, another one of my favorite singers is Dolores O'Riordan of the Cranberries. Hope, hopefully I'm not butchering her name. Another Irish singer. And I can't believe how time flies, but Dolores passed away back in 2018. And that was another celebrity death that kind of stopped me in my tracks. I remember feeling genuinely sad. And Dolores O'Riordan and Sinead O'Connor both had their demons and struggled with mental health issues. And I think initially it was reported that Dolores' death may have been an intentional overdose. But I was reading that according to the medical report, she only had therapeutic levels of prescription drugs in her system. And it seems she accidentally drowned in the bath due to alcohol intoxication. Uh, very sad, very awful. I think she was only 46 when she passed away. And I also watched videos of people reacting to the Cranberries video for Zombie for the first time. That is such a great song, so emotional, so powerful, and the video is very powerful as well. 
And before I go into further details about Sinead O'Connor's passing, what details there are, I just wanted to quickly mention her controversial uh, SNL appearance back in the day. I'd be remiss if I didn't. She appeared on Saturday Night Live back in 1992, and during a performance, she ripped up a picture of Pope John Paul II. She did it to protest the child sex abuse cover-up in the Catholic Church. I I think she was brave to do it, but unfortunately, instead of being applauded, she was demonized and reviled by many, and I think she was even banned from ever appearing on Saturday Night Live again. This was kind of a different time. I think this was almost a decade before Pope John Paul II would even acknowledge the fact that there was a sex abuse problem in the church. So at the time, the church and the Pope still enjoyed a fair amount of public goodwill and were kind of still more publicly shielded than perhaps they are now that uh, everyone and their neighbor knows about the sex abuse scandal and how bad and pervasive it is. So as relatively benign or uneventful as it may seem now, to many people then, ripping up a picture of the Pope on stage was considered absolutely shocking and scandalous. But once again, I think she did the right thing. She was speaking out against or trying to shine a light on the exploitation of children. But many people just seemed more concerned or outraged about the fact that she had dared to rip up a picture of a guy in a fancy robe. But I believe Sinead herself was Christian for most of her life. Uh, I believe she was even ordained as a priest of sorts, but it was into a Catholic order that wasn't recognized by the church. And then later in life, she actually converted to Islam. And I was reading earlier that there was supposedly some controversy regarding some tweets she posted in which she apparently denounced non-Muslims, etc. But I imagine these erratic tweets were probably a reflection that she was going through some stuff. Uh, she had been diagnosed with bipolar disorder by at least one doctor, but she later claimed other doctors refuted the diagnosis, but either way, she definitely had her struggles. And this is very sad, but in 2022, her 17-year-old son, Shane, who had been on suicide watch, disappeared, and the police later found his body, and apparently he had taken his own life. And a week later, Sinead herself was hospitalized, supposedly voluntarily, and had posted a series of tweets indicating she was planning on taking her own life. And today when they announced she had passed, I noticed they didn't give details, but they emphasized that she had died after a long history of mental health struggles, or something to that effect, I'm paraphrasing, which if you read between the lines seems to suggest or imply that she sadly may have taken her own life, but I'm not sure. And she was only 56, by the way. 56 might not necessarily be a spring chicken, so to speak, but it's still nevertheless a tragically young age to die at. But I'll read a bit from this Reuters article, and it looks like it's by Graham Fahey and Patrick Halpin. Hopefully I'm not butchering their names. And it's entitled, Sinead O'Connor, Singer of Nothing Compares to You, Dead at 56. 
And it's dated July 26th, by the way, um, the same day I'm recording this and the same day she passed. Dublin, July 26th, Reuters. Sinead O'Connor, the Irish singer known for her stirring voice, 1990 chart-topping hit Nothing Compares to You and Outspoken Views, has died at the age of 56, Irish media quoted her family as saying on Wednesday. Brash and direct, her shaved head, pained expression, and shapeless wardrobe, a direct challenge to popular culture's long-prevailing notions of femininity and sexuality, O'Connor irrevocably changed the image of women in music. And here's a quote, It is with great sadness that we announce the passing of our beloved Sinead. Her family and friends are devastated and have requested privacy at this very difficult time. RTE quoted a statement from the singer's family as saying, The circumstances of her death were unclear. O'Connor crashed onto the global music scene with her mesmerizing version of Nothing Compares to You, originally written by Prince and accompanied by a music video in which she faced directly into the camera and cried. Known as much for her outspoken views on religion, sex, feminism, and war as for her music, she will be remembered in some quarters for ripping up a photo of Pope John Paul II during a 1992 television appearance on Saturday Night Live declaring, Fight the Real Enemy. Her criticisms of Catholicism were especially controversial in parts of Ireland, but also a brave representation of a shift that was taking shape in society away from the church, whose deep influence began the collapse later that decade over a string of clerical child sex abuse scandals. After O'Connor's death was announced, the Irish National Radio Broadcaster's regular evening music show exclusively played her songs and read out tributes from listeners. And here's a quote, To those of us who had the privilege of knowing her, one couldn't but always be struck by the depth of her fearless commitment to the important issues which she brought to public attention, no matter how uncomfortable those truths may have been. And that was a quote from Irish President Michael D. Higgins. And so if you're perhaps someone who's new to the show or you just decided to check out this episode because you're interested in Sinead, uh, I should say I'm an agnostic atheist. I'm skeptical about the existence of the supernatural. I'm skeptical about the existence of an afterlife. But I hope that there is one. I mean, who wants to think that it's lights out and that's it, right? Um, I take that stance because that's where my reason leads me, not because that's what I want to be true. I hope there is something else out there. And if there is, I hope Sinead's in a, in a good place. And if there isn't, you know, if there isn't something else, then I guess I can at least take some solace in the notion that her, her struggle is over, you know, and she's at peace, so to speak. But, yeah, I, I like to leave the door open a little. Uh, I'm doubtful, but... It's, it's nice to think that maybe, maybe she's somewhere, I don't know, as cliche as it sounds. What was it people like to say when a musician passes? Maybe, maybe they're uh, taking part in the great jamboree in the sky with Morrison and Hendrix. Uh, I don't know. 
I don't know. But it's sad she's gone, and I wish she was still here. Much love to Sinead, wherever she is or isn't. All right. Uh, till next time.